Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. fantasy premier league podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy probably i'm your host kevin debris joining me as always is my good friend and partner rob langevin now rob yes i have often foregone just talking to you to start the show and just jumped into issues what's going on man oh life's good man i'm sitting on a hundred burger right now so oh yeah so the the double game week for some has been a blah but i guess you know i mean I bench boosted, so I mean I'm I'm sitting right at a hundred right now. Um, so I mean it's not a total loss. I still have five players to play. Well, it's going to be four with um, I don't think Marcus Alonso is going to play because yeah. um, of his his his. Uh, I think he tried to kill a guy. Is basically what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think, right. I, think he, I think he I think he I think he molested a, a beagle or something. I think he um, uh, killed the sheriff, but not the deputy. Or yeah, yeah, I, it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a very good uh, turnout for you this week. Um, on my side of things, I'm only sitting on 85 with my triple captain having been played on Ericsson, which I talked about on last week's show. Now, um, going into the second fixture uh, with rumors that Kane might start um, and then Lukaku not starting, I was feeling very, very smug in my choice. But then both Lukaku and Kane score goals anyway, so it's pretty much a wash. Three points less than uh I would have had if I had played Kane. What did Lukaku end up on points-wise? Mm, I don't have him, so I can't tell. But uh, anyway, so that that um, strategy has somewhat worked. Um, 27 points from Ericsson with the triple captain. Uh, the rest of the team has gone fairly well thus far. Firmino, Vardy, Kane, Goodmanson, Salah, Lingard, and Long have all picked up points for me. The one disappointment is I had Robertson and uh, Milivojevic both on the bench with points. <laughs> but all in all, Rob, now that I've just blathered on about my own team for a little bit how do you think people are feeling about the double game week this far uh i think that their expectations for it were higher than what they've gotten what they've gotten so far um given the amount of talent that was there and the player pool to choose from um people had so many diverse ways that they could build their roster you know they were basically left with uh you know keep salah don't keep salah go with harry kane go with erickson so they, they had star power to build their team off of. Um, you know, looking at the points coming in before the game week even started, I said, I think I said to you, I said, uh, you know, 100 would be a bad score. Um, you know, 125 would probably be, uh, you know, something, you know, acquiesce of something. But, you know, sitting on 100 right now with, with four guys to go, you know, I'm I'm kind of disappointed because I always have the, the I want to influence my team or have the influence that I'm going to be doing better than I am. Um, 
<clears throat> but unfortunately, it just doesn't happen that way. You know, you pick guys and they don't they don't perform. It happens. This is the 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 luck of the FPL draw. You know, we, we can't go back and make changes. You know, on top of the mistakes we we quote unquote made. But now we we're we got two games uh, two games left, and uh, now we're on to week 35, which basically just happens on a pivot, and it happens on Saturday with two fixtures: West Brom, Liverpool, Watford, Crystal Palace. And then a, three games on Sunday and one on Monday, and that's the whole entire slate for 35. So, you know, and, and people banking on the blank week for to use a chip or you know to to make up you know head with some sway in their mini leagues. Then this is the week that you're building for. If not, it's the double game week in 37 to to come. But you know, regardless, me and Kevin are here, and we're giving you FPL knowledge from the from the tip of our fingers to the tip of our toes, I don't, I don't, and everything in betwixt. Ooh, I like that in betwixt part. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting one. Uh, kind of to the question I asked you, I just think it's very hard for people to be accepting of what happens in double never, game weeks. Never satisfied. Yeah, because the Greedy. expectations are always so high. You look at double fixtures for, as you mentioned, so many talented players, and you kind of assume you're just going to kill it. So even when you get pretty decent performances, which I think this has largely turned out to be. Um, because after the first match week with no uh, goals from Kane or Lukaku, and neither of them even looked like they were going to score, to both of them kind of reversing, we talked about in the last show, they were two of the favorite uh, triple captain options. Alexis was my sneaky one that obviously went very poorly. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's very hard for anybody to be pleased. But as you say, uh, the pass is kind of the pass, except for the two matches that haven't happened yet at time of recording. Um, but it's time to look forward uh, here to match week 35. Now, uh, I know you're planning on free hitting. Um, I think that seems to be the consensus right now. If you've already free hit, I hope that you built towards this week. Um, mm-hmm. As I have, I think, uh, let me just click on my team real quick. I think I have eight players playing right now. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I have seven to eight players uh, right now. No, it's actually eight. <laughs> I was like, what about Schmeichel? He doesn't play this week anyway, but he is probably going to miss the match. Uh, tomorrow for those listening to this in time um but anyway i think uh eight is okay i'm probably gonna get up to 10 i'm thinking mm-hmm. um just making a couple moves and i'm I'm more than comfortable with that uh rob free hitters obviously have their lives made if people don't have their free hit how many players do you think is the minimum to kind of survive next week uh you know if you came into this week and you don't have your free hit i i think that you should have you you had to have planned to have at least eight already in your team, you couldn't go with a double game week knowing that you were going to come out of it with less than less than eight players total. I'm saying that's eight out of fifteen. Um, so, I mean, if you have eight playable bodies, I think you should be okay and you won't lose too much ground because I don't know how many people you know are going to. No, you, you can't say that you know I'm going to pick the right starting eleven for the free hit and they're going to do something you know prosperous to, yeah. for your FPL futility. You know your your future here, but. You, Eight guys is probably what I would say. I would probably pick, you know, I would have the three Liverpool guys, three City guys, and, you know, make make sway with everybody else. You know, maybe a Newcastle player here or two. Um, but there, there's players here that are, are huge differentials now with, with uh, you know, Sergio Aguero's news, Marcus Alonso, money coming back in everyone's pocket now. Um yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you know what, this is the thinking man's week. Whereas the double game week is more of like, a, okay, I'm just going to throw darts and I'm going to win and stuff. This is the thinking man's week because yeah. you have to pick guys where, okay, everyone's going to own Salah, Firmino, Mane, Robertson, Van Dyke, 
some trio of that that Hydra that I just listed. <laughs> um, and you have to build off of that, you know, try to find a differential there. And don't forget, after you free hit, your team goes back to the originating team. So if you're not free hitting, you should be planning ahead to game week 37 as well as 35. But you probably know that already. So me saying it out loud, it's just being, you know, rhetorical because we say this every single game. <laughs> you know, we, we've been saying it for what, the last five, six weeks now? Yeah, that you should pretty be much ever planning since that for, 31. Yeah, you should be planning from 32 to 37, all encompassing in one, you know, big battle structure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun week. It's like I said, it's, I think this is the thinking man's week. Um, there's differentials abound because I think city are going to rotate, but not rotate a lot, but rotate enough that it's going to throw some a monkey wrench and some confusion in there. Um, you know, Watford crystal palace game could be just completely the Indianapolis 500 of goals. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Game week 35. This is where it, only three weeks to go. Yeah, it, well, it should be. It should be an weeks. exciting Four one. Weeks. A uh, quick question for you on Gabriel Jesus. How do you feel about him now that now that uh, Aguero is confirmed out for the year? Is it somebody that you think will play every week rest of season, or do you think he'll rotate and they'll do that Sterling false nine thing? You know, I I think he's. You could say he's probably not not it on, but I don't think he. You know, out of the four five remaining fixtures that they have, yeah, they have five remaining fixtures. They have a double and thirty seven. So he probably starts four out of the five. So, I mean, that's probably as banked as you can bank on a City player being in the starting 11 there. I think the one game will probably be where Sterling rotates in and, and does a false nine. Yeah, uh, and, and there's very few of the, the big clubs where you can guarantee more than four out of those five because yeah. United, Tottenham, and um, Chelsea all still have the FA Cup. Liverpool still have the Champions League. So you're still going to see a lot of rotation oh, at, at totally. those top clubs. Totally, one hundred percent. And now that you know, Arsenal still you know has the Europas as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it, I mean, you like, they, do you like Jesus then? Yeah, I, I do. I think that it, he, I think he's a staple item moving forward. Um, I think this is this. You know, we're still in April, so we should still talk about Jesus. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, for those that don't know, the remaining teams for City: Swansea, West Ham, Huddersfield, Brighton, and Southampton. That is yep. a pretty tidy run, in, and you assume that Jesus, with just four matches, might be able to match those uh, with five, if anybody does indeed play all of those for any of their rivals. Uh, <laughs> I put rivals in air quotes. Nobody could tell that, because this is an audio show. Um, <laughs> I saw them. They made, they made an everlasting impression through the airwaves. Oh, nice. Could, it, could you feel it at home? Let us know in the comments down below. Be sure to smash that subscribe now. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so I, I very much like Jesus as well. Um, and we'll talk about rest of season strategy as well. But this week is all about just getting in players from each of the available teams. Uh, you mentioned, Rob, that there should be some pretty interesting ones on offer. So like we did in, in uh, Blank Game Week 31, we're just going to run through each of these matches and just mention a guy or two that we like, maybe somebody that we hate with a fiery passion that burns deep down in the pits of our souls. Um, but we'll lead in with West Brom versus Liverpool. We'll, we'll start with West Brom. Do you buy into anything they did last week in real life? And if so, does any of that translate into fantasy for you? Um, I mean, I buy it a little bit, but I think they're going against a different beast in Liverpool than they did against United in the first game. Um, I wouldn't invest defensively in too much in this. I know that Liverpool may rotate a little bit, rest some guys. You may not get a full mastery of minutes from Mane Salah because they do have the you know the Champions League come inbound. So... Um, I think he wants to save some energy for there. But West Brom, there, there isn't really an offensive player that you could really bank on there. I mean, if you want to be different, like a differential, Jay Rodriguez, 
he, he's somebody you could probably look at. But defensively, you're not trusting anybody for a clean sheet or a goal. Um, you're not definitely not banking on Ben Foster doing anything good against Liverpool. Um, so yeah, West Brom to me is is a one and done pick only if you want to be a complete differential. But if you do pick a West Brom offensive player, try not to invest heavily in a liver and 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 counteract yourself and go and pick two or two or more Liverpool defenders. Yeah, that's that's a DFS advice that I think is very you know, well stated for this particular because, week. Is don't play against yourself. Don't counteract yourself. Pick teams that you think are you know head and shoulders above who you think are. I think three, think three Liverpool players are, are a, a must. I think three City players are a must. After that, you're pretty much left with, I would probably pick and choose which side you think in Crystal Palace, Watford is going to do well. And then Everton and Newcastle, those probably fill out the rest of the roster. roster. Arsenal, who knows who's going to play up front? You could trust in a Bomiang, but are we going to trust that? Because Lacazette has, has actually been showing some decent form lately. And, you know, I'm not. I'm not confident that that they do that. The the guy you pick will be the guy you're you're rostering, and mm-hmm. I don't have much confidence in in rostering a Lacazette, maybe an Aubameyang, but I wouldn't. I would. I don't think I'd. I'd throw my hat in a, in the Lacazette ring. I know we're jumping yeah. ahead, but yeah. I, and what well, I mean, we may as well just finish talking about Lacazette versus Aubameyang. I personally was expecting that I would bring in Aubameyang this week and play him rest of the season, but the mm-hmm. fact that the next two matches are. United and Burnley, who both yeah. have top five defenses, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I'm just, especially with the mix between the two of them, all mm-hmm. of a sudden with the Aguero injury, it's looking really clear that I want Jesus instead of yeah. either of them. And I literally was just going to pivot that back to you. Would you have rather have a Bomiang or Jesus yeah. the rest of the year? Jesus. They're very sim- similarly priced, you know, 10.5, 10.0. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back to this particular match. Um, Solomon Rendon continues to be an interesting option statistically. If you're in a draft league, he's more interesting um, just because he's going to get you all those aerial duels. But um, top five in touches in the box over the last five weeks and has been so for about the last three of them. Um, so uh, just just an interesting counter shot. But as you say, you don't want to own a, a Liverpool defender and a West Brom attacker. You basically need to choose your side uh, before you set up your team. Should be noted, Liverpool not as good away from home, but they have been a little bit better away uh, since signing Van Dyke in January. Yeah, interest, other interesting thing about J-Rod, three goals mm-hmm. in four games. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J-Rod is a, a sneaky guy. Also, uh, did you see that the... Last two title-winning uh, goals were scored by Chelsea players. It was Hazard the Leicester yeah. year, and then Batshuayi for you last Batshuayi. year, and then J-Rod this year. J-Rod, um, yeah. And we had uh, Richard Burns on, who's our, our city correspondent on the EPL show. And we were joking about how he deserves a winner's medal um, <laughs> from City as well. Um, but anyway, he, like, as you said, people already need to know who they own from Liverpool. and Anybody should already have those players in their team if they're not free hitting and if you are free hitting you're just bringing in the Liverpool players you own already unless you were unfortunate enough to take out Salah uh, and watch him score at the weekend all right plowing into the Watford Palace match you mentioned that this could be an absolute goal fest it could I think Palace are 13th in defense and Watford are not good <laughs> not good I, I think I think they're bottom five in defense if memory serves but um I, yeah I think they're second worst actually but anyway mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, we're we're kind of uh, recording off top for people that haven't figured that out yet. Um, but anyway, um, obviously you have to have Milivojevic. Uh, our good friend John Wallen put on Twitter the other day that it's a greater sin to not own Milivojevic than it is to own Salah. And for mm-hmm. Price, it's hard to argue that. Yeah. Yeah. For, at 5.2, Milivojevic giving you 134 total points on, on the year. But everybody's seeing the returns lately. That's what that's yeah. what's killing everybody. Ten nine, ten nine, yeah. in his last four, three goals, two assists during those during those four matches. Um, I think he's he's probably 
He's the first Crystal Palace player you should be picking this week. Mm-hmm. I think he's even over Zaha, who, who I scored also some like. goals. Who scored some goals over the weekend. And you'll probably end up picking Zaha as well. Yep. Um, but Because I think that, personally, I'm leaning towards the, the Palace end of this fixture. Yes, it's on the road, but Watford is just not showing anything defensively that they could do. Maybe Hol- maybe Holobos fouls more uh, at home than on the road, <laughs> which is probably statistically a, a, a fact. Um, but yeah, Milivojevic for me is you know the budget mid- midfielder of the year for yeah. FPL. Yeah, I, I love Milivojevic. I love Zaha, who you also just mentioned. I have no problem with people owning both of them uh, if they want. Um, also, Watford have not won in the last six meetings against Crystal Palace, which is a little ridiculous. Um, bring, why you gotta bring up old stuff? <laughs> yeah, right. You always bring up old stuff. <laughs> why also, you bring up old stuff? Who on Watford do you fear is gonna score right now? Because Will um, Hughes and Pereira are setting up chances, but Danny's not scoring. Richarlison hasn't scored since like November. Yeah. Hasn't even hey, been hey, playing lately. Remember like, when Richarlison was a thing? Yeah, that was that was a good time, and then it just freaking stopped. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm I'm all in on the Palace side of this, even though they are away at Vicarage Road. Uh, all right, into I, the yeah. What's up? Yeah, there's no. I was just gonna say, there's nobody on Watford that I can see being like, okay, he's gonna score a goal. It could be like a Decore game. Yeah, it could be. Um, and and if you go midfield, you're avoiding the fact that Watford are definitely gonna concede because they keep not keeping clean sheets and Palace keep scoring. So it, yeah. it does look pretty one way traffic. Although crazier things have obviously happened. On to the Sunday fixtures, Arsenal versus West Ham, a little bit of London Derby action. West Ham were showing a little bit more fight and then uh, didn't. Arsenal were showing a little bit more fight and then uh, didn't. Who do you think is going to out-disappoint each other here? Um, this is. I think the biggest question is, 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 it, a, is it Arnautovic or not to Arnautovic week? That's the whole <laughs> thing. Uh, I've, I've safely predicted like him blanking like four out of the last five times that he's yeah, played. Yeah, I owe you a six-pack because I thought Arnautovic revenge game, which I really need to stop yeah. saying because they yeah. keep not panning out for me. Everybody plays for everybody now. Everything is a revenge game. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, you have to favor Arsenal in this. But I think the, the big conundrum is who are you pick, Who would you side with? I don't love anybody in their midfield. Uh, you know, McTarian's I wish I did. The... It was such a bad timed injury for yeah. McTarian. Yeah, oh, awful. You know, and Ramsey is still a doubt. Ozo is just in the clouds somewhere. Hope he's not on my cloud because there's a lot of porn on there. Um, but uh, uh, Granit Shaka has just been a complete disappointment. Awobi is just blah. Um, remember when Jack Wilshire was a thing for like that one week? Hmm. He's not He's not anymore. Well, I remember um, when people were saying Wilshire should go to uh, Russia over Deli Ali. That was fun. Yeah, yeah that was a hilarious thing. Um, you know, defensively, there's going to be goals in this game. It's there's a lot of games that are tough for for defense this week. I know. I think that not to go back, but I think one of your defenders is probably a Liverpool player. Uh, you're you're not you're not choosing one from what for Crystal Palace. I don't think you're picking one from Arsenal West Ham either. So that eliminates you know five teams already that you're that you're looking for defensive you know mastery from from a clean sheet. Um, yeah, I think if you were Monreal's the only shout, and it's only because he's randomly scoring goals sometimes this year. Yeah, yeah, but the one the one good thing in everybody's favor, if you are free hitting, you're gonna have a ton of money because I'm sure that you set your roster up like accordingly. That you have so many yeah. big big price names in there, and there's nobody on this fixture besides the city folk. If you want to, that's funny, city folk. Um, but um, if you want to load up on like the De Bruyne's and the De, De Jesus's, then you'll you'll obviously spend your your kitty on that. But uh, for for Arsenal, I just I'm failing to see who I feel confident in checking and going. Okay, 
he's in my team because I want to get two or three Arsenal players in there. I can't even hit on one guy that I want to that I want to uh, roster besides Aubameyang, maybe positively, kinda. Yeah, and again, we we both have question marks on Aubameyang as well. Um, yeah, this one's gonna be interesting. I do think Arsenal end up winning it, but it, it's hard to say just based on on recent fixtures. Although I would like to say that. Uh, my first uh, full betting article was published at the weekend, and I talked about how Newcastle are probably going to win at home. Uh, and then they did that. So thanks, Newcastle, for making me not look like an idiot my first time out. Um, <laughs> next up, we're going to talk about Stoke versus Burnley. Now, Rob, not to brag. Um, not to brag. But, I well, you, held but you're on, going to. <laughs> I, oh, absolutely, for sure. Um, I held on to Good Munson through the injury concerns. You, you know, we basically heard 80% he was going to be fine. Um, took that chance, kept him. Also... Um, with my free transfer, moved out um, uh, Angel Rangel, Angel Rangel, Angel Rangel. It's said the same way, both first and last. Up to you how you want to pronounce either of them. Um, and I moved up to Long from uh, mm-hmm. Burnley. And then Goodmanson assisted Long for a goal. And Long is a grand total of 4.0. Uh, and so in that in that Milivojevic vein, I think especially for this week, Long is a must-own for you. Um, mm-hmm. Not only is he playing for a, a good defense, although they keep conceding one goal a match. It's very Tottenham of like 2014-y, um, where like they look stout. In uh, West Brom, was that last year, two years ago? Um, where like they did a really good job the whole match, but still conceded a stupid goal every now and again. Yeah, Point but, remains, Burnley have a top five defense. Long is yeah. a starter in that defense at 4.0. Um, and looks just an absolute steal. Good Munson creates everything for them. Um, Wood gets on the... Wait, did Wood score again? I think Wood scored again. Did he assist? Wood uh, did Wood, something. Wood did, Wood did score. Wood scored again. God, he's on a ridiculous run as well. Um, I know there's kind of uh, limited options this week in terms of fixtures. Is Wood sneaking mm-hmm. into your free hit team? Yeah, uh, I think Wood will be in my free hit team. Uh, I, want, I want to touch on your long thing. Uh, ben Mee is questionable for the week, so it does, Long may not be a starter. Yeah, I don't think Mee is going to come back this week. I don't but, think he is but either, we'll but see. I'm just saying, so Long is, is monopolizing on me on Mee's lack of playing time. And that's not me talking in the third person. Huh. That's Ben Mee, not me. <laughs> um, yeah, Have you always would, been you? Because um, you've been unless, me. Unless I'm with others, then I'm us. <laughs> then you're Ben us. Got it. Uh, so, yeah, Wood is five five in his last... Was it seven, six, five, and six games? Jeez. Um, and two were and, off the bench, right? Yeah, two were, three were off the bench. Jeez, three were off the bench. Yeah, craziness. But yeah, yes. I, I think I speak for both of us yeah. when I say we're very pro Burnley on this one. Yeah, very, very pro Burnley. Stoke is just is just oozing, oozing points fantasy wise uh, uh, to their opponents, except for and last real life wise. Um, it's it's just abysmal how many points they give up to the midfielders and forwards. On a weekly basis, on an opponent, uh, it's crazy that they're in the top two. I think they have been for like the last like 14 weeks of points like given up to their opposing teams. Yeah, um, it's not going to get any better this week, even at home. Um, yeah, Burnley. I think Burnley are the are the other team that you should have one plus another. So if you're RSVPing to the blank week, you're adding a plus one for Burnley. Yeah. I uh, totally agree with you there. Now on to the, the confusing and or potentially big one. You keep saying own three City players. I currently own none, although I do intend on bringing in Jesus. What do you think we're going to see from City 
the week after they won the title? Because I think in particular we see nothing from Sterling, who has played a lot of matches lately. I don't. I don't think we see anything from Sterling. But what does midf- the midfield like look like for City? Um, we have Gundogan playing. Uh, Leroy Sané is probably going to play. You have De Bruyne, who's pretty much included in every team. Um, you know, I, that's the whole question mark. After after Jesus is up top, who else fills in the midfield there? Um, I could probably see it being very similar to what we just saw with the clinching team, but maybe one or two changes. You may see you may see a, a Bernardo Silva jump back in. You may see I I, I wouldn't Stones be surprised. Stones might get involved. Yeah, Stones. I may, maybe a Yaya Torre glory start at home. Yeah. Um, they only have one more home game after this, so it could be a Yaya Torre sit, uh, you know, glory run here. Um, but yeah, after City, you you really want to look at um, after Jesus rather. You should really look at who you think will be a differential from someone else that you're chasing. Um, is Vincent Company going to score again? Probably or assist again? Probably, <laughs> probably not. Um, is Vincent Company even going to play? Play? Probably not. Who knows? We can't ever tell with Vincent Company because he just trips over the sidewalk and he's <laughs> done for three weeks. It is worth noting um, though that they have no other competitions to play in. Yeah, that is that is very true. And you know, someone look for it or for a, a something something cheeky and they want to be good for the end of the year. We, me and you had a, a good talk about Benjamin Mendy um, being yeah. involved in the squad, not necessarily this week, but in future matches. Um, you are you looking at him? like possibly down the road or are you waiting for like a clear cut? All right, Mendy's going to be in this squad. So then I'll maybe add him that week. Yeah. I picked him up in draft already. Um, yeah. which you should do if you're in draft league. Um, but you know, I'm waiting on FPL. You, you know, I, I'd much rather see somebody play first, uh, before yeah. bringing them in. I'll, I'll, I'll hold a player an extra week. Um, mm-hmm. but I tend to not buy them a week early. Um, so I would like to know that he's involved. But here's the problem is once you've seen him play a week, you might not see him the next week because he might be in a rotation with whoever's back there these days, Zinchenko or Delph or whoever ends up being back there. I think they even played Laporte back there in the United match, if memory serves. Um, sounds like a good cheese. Hmm? Sounds like a good cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, have some, I'll have hmm. some Aramic Laporte. Aramic. <laughs> <Aramic. laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's going to be hard to trust these City guys. But I think... That's why I like Jesus so much, is he's who I know is going to play. Yeah. Um, De Bruyne probably is safe from all that. And weirdly, I think Sané's safe just because there's not really another left-sided, pacey player that they have. Um, they could do Bernand, Bernando, Bernardo and Sterling if they wanted on the wings. They could do that cheeky De Bruyne on the wing thing that they did a lot of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, I'm ba- I'm basically saying Jesus definitely, De Bruyne probably, and kind of avoiding the rest of them. Yeah, I, I could totally see that. I'm just, like I said, it. I know Jesus is definite. I think De Bruyne is probably your 1B. Yeah. Um, depending also, on how Ederson money. is an interesting goalkeeper shot rest of season. Absolutely. Because um, I mentioned their, their remaining fixtures that they have, and they are not difficult. No, I think Ederson is probably my third one of my, because I have zero goalies going this week. And it's, it's 5.6. Transfer is nice from De Gea, and you still save a couple pennies. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Ederson would probably be one C after uh, Jesus, De Bruyne, then Ederson. I don't think I would trust any of the defenders there. I don't know if Danilo's going to play. Um, you could see, like you just said, John Stones, uh, and then you'll have some mix of Laporte, 
Odamende, Walker, company, some mixed match version of a, of a lineup in there. Yeah. I, will I, say, I, I will say Danilo might actually be a decent shout since they cover for both left back and right back. That he could play right back when they rest Walker and left back when they rest Mendy when he's back. And he did sit against Tottenham, so he's fresh. Yeah, like that, that, that might actually end up being a weird, sneaky, useful one. But I'm not sure anybody would be risky enough at this point in the season. But maybe if you're trying to climb your league, Danilo could be a good shout, although they haven't been yeah. keeping clean sheets the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're not looking at Swansea for any options here, right? You're not looking at any, anything I'm going to be honest. I don't really hate them. Like, in my team, I still have Mawson, which is scary. But mm-hmm. I'm not benching him. I'm not taking him yeah. out for a zero instead. Um, just because we don't know what we're going to see out of City. I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen City turn off before, like the halftime of the United match. Um, yeah, true. For, for stretches against Liverpool three different times. Like, usually his sides are very well drilled and very kind of uh, ruthless for 90 minutes. But we've seen some 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 gaps in that armor lately. So uh, I, I, I obviously don't like that I'm playing Mawson, but I don't hate it enough to take him out. Also, Tammy Abraham is starting to get more involved. Jayu has been great. Um, when he's played and he just got back from suspension last week and scored again off of a brilliant Tommy Carroll assist. I say brilliant because he barely laid the ball off to him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I'm not confident that City keep out Swansea in this one. And, and if I felt so inclined, I think uh, Jordan Ayew, a.k.a. Jayu, and uh, Abraham could be interesting differential shots if, again, you're really trying to climb up your league. Well, like Wesley Snipes always said, go with the odds and bet on Ayew. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember that. Um, what was that demolition? Man? Anyway, passenger fifty-seven. <laughs> um, we'll wrap up here with Everton versus Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle kind of on a run lately. Iosa Perez kind of been the star man, although John Joe's been creating like a mofo lately. The defense has also looked pretty good. Um, really, only conceding goals against teams better than themselves. Um, but they they've made a sh- strong push not not only to stay up but maybe even make the top ten come the end of the year. Um, Everton obviously have just been kind of on a slow backwards slide all season. Obviously, they're going to be safe. Um, but is there anybody on Everton you trust? And if not, is there somebody on Newcastle that you think can capitalize? Uh, I, I think Perez is a great shout. I think that you could probably go with um, Wood, Jesus, and Perez as your three striker set, and then build four strong midfielders out of you know Liverpool. Get Mane and Salah. Um, have a Man City, have De Bruyne, and you'll still have money because the the two uh, cheap strikers will be your you know basically your your chip into the you know the cheapness there. Um, Everton just doesn't ooze anything confident wise for me. Um, this is one of those games I went back before. This is another game I don't really like any of any of the defenders. I think that if if I was going to invest in a defender, I think I'd buy a Newcastle defender before I'd buy a Baines or anybody on that Everton squad. They just haven't done anything lately to to just garner any of my attention. They haven't had a clean sheet in the last four games, and that's not good. They're they they're not. It's not good. It's not good. Do you think it's I, good? No, it's not. Actually, they have one clean sheet in the last four. I'm misreading it. I mm. apologize, but it's still I, I not good. I don't hate Lascelles. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not no, I, overly confident I, in Everton score. I love Lascelles. I think that new, next year Newcastle is going to have a hard press time to keep him. I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to yeah. be looking to buy him. Yeah, he's been the quiet one. Everybody's been looking at Mawson and Maguire, but uh, Lascelles yeah. having a great season. And I wouldn't be stunned if he somehow wound up on the plane to Russia uh, yeah. for the World Cup. And Van, and Vanderhorn has been playing very right. He's, no, that's the wrong he's team. Very Dutch, Swansea. but he is. It's Swansea. very Swansea. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Although I, I do think Newcastle won this one. And as you say, Perez is a really good shout. Uh, also, uh, people have just kind of turned off Kennedy. Like at that one point, everybody shifted Vardy instead of Mares, which ended up being wise because uh, Vardy mm-hmm. went on a tear and Mares hasn't really been involved with play. But just, just kind of keep Kennedy in mind. He was huge like two weeks ago. And everybody bought in and then they're like, oh, he's garbage. And then they've sold him again. Robert he's still, John. Yeah, exactly. He's still a very good player, though. Um, and has really oh. helped unlock this attack. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's it for those matches. Let's uh, quickly go through our teams. Do you have a draft up uh, of I, your free team? I don't. I was waiting to to see what happened this week. The to end see of the week. If I, yeah, I was okay. going to see. Like, no but, worries. Well, but my, team the... will, my team will consist of three Liverpool players, most likely three Man City players, uh, one or two Crystal Palace. Yeah, a couple Burnleys, uh, a do-si-do, two, min, two uh, you know. Yeah, a single, maybe like a chopped cheese. Ooh. Yeah, maybe like a nice, uh, like, yeah, a good wine, nice port wine. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, oh, what is it? And Not a, Mason Ham, some, something. Uh... And some, and a nice Chianti. Yeah, what's what's that? What's that New Jersey ham thing? Taylor's ham. It? Yeah, Taylor ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor ham, man. Yeah, you gotta, come, you gotta, you gotta get on board with that, folks. Come to Jersey. I'll buy Taylor ham for everybody that comes to visit. <laughs> word, word. Um, and put it on a burger. Oh, it's also almost your birthday, isn't it? It was. You missed it. No, was it? Yeah, you missed it. I thought it was late April. No, you missed it. You missed it. It was Sunday. 15th. My bad, man. Well, happy 25th birthday. Yeah, again. <laughs> For the 15th year. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, since you're still kind of waiting out to see, but you did run us through uh, what you're looking what you're looking at. My team as it stands right now, uh, Fabianski and Mawson against City, again, pretty concerning. But Robertson against West Brom, Long against Stoke, don't hate either of those. Milivojevic against Watford, Salah against West Brom, obviously has the armband on him right now. And Goodmanson against Stoke, don't hate either of those. Firmino up front, those are my eight. Uh, I'm thinking I'm probably going to bring in Jesus and Zaha as my two uh, additions, but also keeping Kennedy or Perez in mind. Um, but thinking those are the... The directions I'm most likely to go this week. Um, also, uh, I was very proud of myself for bringing in Salah as a single this week when he scored. Uh, and then I realized that I dropped Sterling to get him in. And <laughs> Sterling had a goal and assist. I was <laughs> like, ah. But I, I still think it was the right call because I was looking for a triple captain option to challenge mm-hmm. my Ericsson thinking. Because until I brought in Salah, it was so clearly Ericsson. Like, you couldn't really trust Sterling because what if he got rotated out that week and stuff? Um, he really should have had, like, two goals and an assist, and then it would have looked really stupid. But um, anyway, that's that's what I'm uh, looking at this week. Again, probably going to bring in Jesus and Zaha, but may may get a little funky there uh, as the deadline gets a little closer. I, I may pull the trigger on Aubameyang um, since I'm just going to uh, wild card the week after this anyway. But uh, time will tell. Um, all right, Rob, any uh, parting thoughts? I know this is a bit shorter one, but uh, there's a lot less matches. Yeah, don't uh, – even if the double game week hasn't been as fluid or beneficial as you wanted it to be, don't give up on FPL. There's still four weeks to play. Or it's do fun. it. overall. You know, I mean, uh, compete against – pick the one guy you hate in your mini league the most and just aim for him. That's <laughs> it. And try to beat him and then talk mad smack to him and, and then, you know – Set his car on fire. Don't do that. I'm just but have fun. <laughs> this game's supposed to be fun. Right. Don't set cars on fire. You heard it here. Probably not first. More people in your life have probably told you not to burn cars. Um, all right. That'll do it for us today. The Pirates are one of the best teams in baseball. Uh, how are your Yankees doing? 
All right. <laughs> well, in case people want to hear more about baseball, especially your uh, stuff over uh, there on Razzball, tell folks where they can get at you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, FPL underscore MNOP. And like Kevin, just so vehemently expressed his interest in, in Razzball.com, I do baseball and soccer over there. So stop on by, say hello, and I'll probably yell or curse at you somewhere. <laughs> I know Rob just used the S word, and it's important that he remembers that every time an American uses the S word, a British child dies. A good friend Tom McGookin told me that. Um, anyway, I'm your other host, Kevin DeVries, at Kevrup on Twitter. You can find my writings over through Goal and Goal Betting for fantasy and betting, respectively. Uh, you can also catch me as the host of the EPL Roundtable, where we talk all things Premier League. This week it was largely about Manchester City, understandably. You can also listen to the Championship Roundtable, where obviously they talk about a lot of the championship teams, like Wolves, who you're going to need to know a lot about uh, heading into next season, as they've just been promoted. So be sure to keep a, a wary eye and or ear on all of those things. Rob, absolute pleasure as always. People at home, we wish you best of luck this week, unless you're in our mini leagues, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.